0: Hello and welcome to Newsmax Daily for Friday, July 14th, 2023. Today is World Kebab Day, simply created to help celebrate the deliciousness of this basic Middle Eastern delight, meat and veggies on a stick. Couldn't be any easier, or even just veggies if you don't do meat. The late Kofi Annan, former Secretary General of the UN, once famously said, we will not have world peace until access to the kebab is universal, end quote. And as we discussed yesterday in the United States, today is National French Fry Day again. McDonald's and I think Burger King celebrated yesterday. Most every other fast food place and restaurant chain is celebrating with some kind of special or free fries today because it's Fry Day which, as I mentioned yesterday, was really celebrated on July 13th. But because of Friday, there was a big push to make today the official day. And here's something to think about over the weekend, or not, as the heat wave continues. Maybe you're heading to the beach. It is also Shark Awareness Day. And believe me, here in Florida, we are plenty aware of the sharks. In fact, one of my two sons is a surfer, so we think about it quite a lot. And you know what they say, ah, if you don't bother them, they don't bother you. Here's something else to think about, and I mean really think about this. The Secret Service, the United States Secret Service, one of the most sophisticated agencies in the world, says no fingerprints or DNA turned up on the baggie of cocaine found in the West Wing of the White House last week. Now, I watch enough crime shows to know, unless you're wearing gloves, that is simply impossible, especially on a plastic bag. And and surveillance footage of the area didn't identify a suspect. That says two things. Number one, you're an idiot, and you'll believe whatever we tell you. Number two, it was Hunter's cocaine. Former White House resident Donald Trump.
1: What do you think about finding cocaine in the White House?
2: Well, first of all, I have a lot of respect for Secret Service, and I believe they know who it is. And uh, I think without question, I know that part of the White House very well. And uh, the only one that gets really good access is, you know, like family members and people, uh, cabinet members, where they don't go crazy on checking. So it has to be somebody like that. But, you know, I would say perhaps, of course, you know, who knows, but I think perhaps it was a Hunter deal. And they left it for him, and he forgot to pick it up, just like he forgot to pick up the computer. Yes, Could have picked up his computer. They called him many times, pick up your computer, pick it up, and now they're all suing each other, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, The fact is that computer, the the laptop from hell. uh, Please pick it up. And he didn't do it. Well, he didn't pick up the cocaine either. So it could have been that. I that, uh, I think that they know exactly who it was, but it sounds like it was left there for somebody to pick up. And I would think it was Hunter, and I think, didn't they travel off to the—they said they weren't there that day, but they were. And I think they then left right around that time. They left for for Camp David. So I would say that this could be a rerun of the laptop from hell, because he didn't pick that up, wouldn't pick it up. And I think maybe he didn't pick up the cocaine, too. And feed a little bit of his father to give him energy. Now, of course, that's just <laughs> supposition. Yes, who would ever think a thing like that could no, happen? No, never, never.
0: President Trump on the Rob Carson radio show yesterday. I'll have more from that interview in a few minutes. But first, Rob Finnerty, host of Wake Up America on Newsmax.
1: Look, this if it wasn't Hunter Biden, just tell us who it was and we will all right. move on. So right. simple. So simple. But the fact that the Secret Service can't figure out who brought cocaine into the most secure building in America, maybe the White House is pathetic 11 days later.
0: And Carl Higby, host of Frontline, spoke with someone else who has spent a lot of time in the White House. Now, the White House just wants this whole cocaine
1: scandal to go away as quietly and as quickly as possible and barely lift a finger to find out who brought an illegal drug into the most secure building in the world. Well, joining me now is someone who's been in that building quite a bit, Kimberly Guilfoyle, host of the Kimberly Guilfoyle Show on Rumble. All right, KG, they haven't found the person. They probably don't care. I mean, do they, do you think that the Secret Service really actually knows who did this?
3: Yeah, and I'll tell you, I have a lot of respect for the Secret Service. I mean, you know, they were with us night and day for uh, years, and they have incredible people, uh, men and women that serve and put their lives on the line for the president, for the first family, and they have really talented people there as well. But this is a very sad day because I predicted this, unfortunately. Probably people at home aren't surprised that, you know, of course, nothing to see here, folks. We don't know. We don't have a suspect. Okay, great. So what did they do? They identified that, in fact, it was cocaine, but no idea who it came from or who put it there. That makes absolutely no sense. I have spent thousands of hours in the White House. I have slept in the White House. There are cameras and agents. Every two feet that you take, there is someone there watching and protecting. So it's nonsensical. It defies logic and reason to think in any way, shape or form that they don't know whose cocaine it was. So what I can only imagine is that they are being precluded from divulging that information and coming Forward with this uh, erroneous and ridiculous, you know, decision to say, "Well, we just don't know who it is. We don't have a suspect." It makes no sense. I mean, you think about it, Carl. It. Okay, you're there in the White House. You've got agents like all over the place doing their job, paying attention, communicating. Yeah. Um, let's go look at the circumstantial evidence. You have a crackhead. OK, who was staying in the White House and had been there a couple of days before that. OK, this isn't like supposition. This isn't where it's just the truth. I mean, right. it's on video. We know that this is a man who had drug problems and smoke crack cocaine. You've got cocaine in the White House. All of a sudden they're like, we're not sure who it belongs to. Yeah. It makes absolutely well, no sense. And it's sad. I mean, do you imagine how insane the press would be if this was the Trump White House? I mean, they would have like Don Jr. or Eric or whoever, you know, in oh, jail hold. or Trump himself in 30 seconds.
0: Former attorney and journalist Kimberly Guilfoyle on Frontline with Carl Higby. So not only do they claim that they don't know and there's no evidence... The Secret Service, but they also said more drugs were in the White House prior to this and they didn't tell
2: anyone. They've identified no suspects in the White House cocaine probe, if there was even one. But that's not all, Congressman. We also learned the Secret Service discovered marijuana at least two times last year, but they never bothered to mention it to anybody in the United States. what's going on is is the secret service now among the ranks of the fbi the doj and the irs as just another government organization dedicated to covering up for the biden sir well if you're a hard-working american and you see this you begin to think that very thing that you you can't trust that the, the system doesn't work anymore it's it's all generated around joe biden the fact that found marijuana cocaine in the white house should worry all of us just from a from a, a, a standpoint it's a it's a it's a it's a challenge it's to the president and his and his well-being. So the fact that they had this one week investigation and came out with nothing, I think it concerns me a lot. But, uh, you know, I mean, you got Hunter Biden, we know he's on drugs, we know he's on cocaine. It probably was his, but I guess we can't prove it. And like you say, they've just swept it under the rug and we move on, but it's an important thing. Frankly, I would think the secret service would want to know because it is, uh, they're, they're there to protect the president and having marijuana and cocaine in the White House does not bode well for that
0: congressman roger williams of texas on thursday's chris salcedo show i said i would go back to that trump interview so here is more from the rob carson newsmax radio show
1: do you think that joe biden will make it through the primaries and let alone another term in office at this point
2: personally i'd like to see him i don't see it i mean i watch this guy And, you know, I was much more respectful to him and to the office until they indicted me. They indicted their primary opponent, who's leading by 50 points. And uh, they indicted, nobody believes it, over nonsense, over absolute nonsense. That Presidential Records Act, it's not even a criminal thing. And they don't use that, though. You know, they don't refer to that. They refer to something that doesn't pertain. But, you know, it's uh, when they do that, then the gloves are off. Look, we have a corrupt president, he's corrupt. He's a stone called thief. He's an extortionist. And his son is, is, you know, is the one that's doing it. When you hear that statement that you just read to me, and I've heard, I've heard just as bad as that and worse, you know, you could read them all day long. Uh, it, it, that's a
1: crime family, and there's nothing being done about it. Um, it Ron DeSantis uh, appears to not be gaining a lot of traction, and um, uh, I'm I'm wondering what the reason of that is. I think that uh, part of it is that this year, sir, and this is what I've been saying that you aren't a candidate this year. You're a movement. The MAGA movement is a movement, and the other candidates are candidates. Uh, and I don't believe that anything that Ron DeSantis or anyone can do are going to keep them from voting for you. You've Use the word retribution i am your retribution i understand what that is because i see the abuses that we've been through by this government particularly the last three years so what do you have to say about uh, the other candidates and also what is your your idea of retribution that you think americans want
2: well ron suffers from a very very serious and probably incurable disease okay he's got no personality <laughs> and when you have no personality as a politician historically it's not a good thing, historically. Now, there have been some they got through. But uh, this guy, you know, he came to me begging for my support, tears in the eyes. He was at three. He was dead to Adam Putnam. He was the secretary of agriculture in Florida. And uh, he was absolutely dead. He was like 30 or 40 points behind. And because he fought a little bit, Yeah, not the best. Jim Jordan was a lot better. A lot of them were a lot better. But he was a guy that fought on impeachment hoax number one and impeachment hoax number two and some of the other hoaxes. You know, he'd be on television a little bit. So I figured, what the hell? I didn't know Adam Putnam, So I endorsed him. And he went from losing, uh, you know, resoundingly. It was over. He was looking for jobs. He was out because he was out of Congress. He was running for governor. He, He was a bad candidate. I didn't think about it then, you know, because it wasn't, uh, I had other things in my mind, like uh, China, Russia, and survival, okay? Yes. I had those in probably those orders. But uh, if you look, and the economy, which we had the greatest economy in history. So anyway, so I endorsed him, and he became like a rocket ship, and he won easily the nomination.
0: President Trump on Rob Carson's show, you can listen to that entire interview, 30 minutes with President Trump on Rob's podcast, access it easily like you do this one and the other Newsmax podcasts at Newsmax.com forward slash listen or wherever else you get your podcast. You may or may not know that Rob Carson used to be the host of this podcast. The current president, meanwhile, back at the White House today after stops in the UK, Lithuania and Finland. Yesterday in a news conference in Finland, President Biden was asked about Wall Street Journal reporter Evan Gerskovich, who is still being detained in Russia. Last night, Greta Van Susteren took issue with the president's comment in a fantastic piece about Americans imprisoned in Russia. Wall Street Journal reporter Gerskovich, Marine Reserve, Paul Whelan, and Jimmy Wilgis, a musician. Jimmy who? Exactly.
2: I'm serious about prisoner exchange. I'm serious about doing all we can to free Americans from being illegally held in Russia or anywhere else for that matter. And that process is underway.
0: The Wilgus family says Jimmy was forced to sign confession papers for a crime that he did not commit. He was then charged with indecent exposure. The family says witnesses testified claiming that Jimmy committed a crime in an area of Russia that he had never even visited. And this is sort of flying under the radar, but President Biden has authorized the military to call up 3,000 reserve troops to support operations in Europe. This after tens of thousands of troops were sent there last year after Russia initially invaded Ukraine. Lieutenant General Douglas Sims, the director of operations for the Joint Staff, told reporters that this reaffirms the unwavering support and commitment to the defense of NATO's eastern flank in the wake of Russia's illegal and unprovoked war on Ukraine. And Wall Street is in the green again today after more big profits from big banks, including JP Morgan. The banks and many big tech companies closing out or hoping to close out a pretty solid week on Wall Street with another positive day, as is Tony Marino. And a new survey says more than one in three Americans are regularly or occasionally sleeping in another room from their partner in order to avoid distractions like snoring and alarms. The survey from the American Academy of Sleep Medicine found what it calls a sleep divorce was most prominent among people in the 25 to 40 year old age range, 43% of whom said they regularly sleep in different rooms. And as we wrap up the first full work week of July, don't forget Newsmax is available on most major cable systems like AT&T, Comcast, Xfinity, Spectrum, Cox Cable, DirecTV, Dish, and many others, and... It's on your favorite platforms like Apple TV, Amazon, Roku, Zumo, and more. Thank you, as always, for listening to the Newsmax Daily Podcast. I'm Tony Marino. Enjoy the rest of your Friday. Have a fantastic and safe weekend doing the things you love to do. And we'll see you right back here on Monday. In the meantime, keep on fighting the good fight. News breaks every minute, every day. You need
1: the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.